Welcome to another episode of the Chill by Net podcast. This podcast is created for those who are passionate about their personal development, health, and well-being. This is a platform for you to come chill by my personal stories and weekly tips in becoming a better version of ourselves and to live a better present. But first, let's chill. My name is Jeanette. Welcome back. So today, we will be continuing our discussion around mindfulness and we will be addressing some of the misconceptions people have regarding mindfulness. So in the past, when I see the word mindfulness, I would immediately associate it with the term meditation. And I probably also went a step further to associate meditation with something spiritual. And then, you know, I would subconsciously think that this word has everything to do with being spiritual and all that. But more recently, I've come to learn that mindfulness is actually something that isn't complicated to understand, nor is it something spiritual like what people think. So many people associate all kinds of activities, behaviors with this term. But in fact, mindfulness is just about being aware. It's about being aware of our experiences, our emotions, the sensations in our body at any given point. And some of us, including myself, have in fact been injecting mindfulness in our daily lives without even knowing that that is actually mindfulness. Or rather, that is actually an act of mindfulness that we are doing. So then, what is meditation then? So meditation, from how I understand, it's basically a combination of many, many mindfulness moments combined together. So it's the ability to be mindful and that is to be able to sustain our awareness and attention on a certain object for a sustained period of time. So we can definitely still be mindful even without needing to set aside time to meditate. So that is number one, okay? Mindfulness is not meditation, it's simply the act of being more aware of what is happening inside our body, our emotions, our thoughts, and just simply connecting with the present moment to do all of that. And myth number two, mindfulness is about relaxing. Many people associate mindfulness as something that we should do when we are feeling stressed. And they often think that, oh, being mindful is going to make me less stressed and it's going to make me happier. Well, it's not entirely wrong, but I can only say that this is true to a certain extent because more often than not, when we have this thinking, you know, that mindfulness is going to make me happier and less stressed. And when it doesn't meet our expectations, we will only be left with frustration. So I think when we are practicing mindfulness, I think it's more about observing the feelings of stress. You know, how does, you know, being aware of the fact that we are feeling stressed and kind of just observe how does the feeling look like so if there was a color to be put to that feeling what color would it be so this allows us to sit with our emotions and really be in touch with our emotions without pushing it away but at the same time we are able to kind of just observe the emotion as it is trying to understand it with more curiosity you know without labeling it as good or bad so when we are doing this, you know, the question is, does it make us happier? Does it make us less stressed? Well, maybe not happier, but perhaps we may not feel the negative emotion as intensely as before, right? 
in a sense, we are not labeling ourselves and not equating ourselves to the emotion. And probably we can also notice some of the narratives, the unhelpful thinking that we create around these emotions. So in that way, I think it makes us feel better, but um, yeah, not necessarily more happy, right? So sometimes for me, I tend to lose my temper towards people I love over really small things. And and then when mindfulness moment kicks in, when I, you know, just decide to be mindful, I will be asking myself, you know, when I'm losing my temper, when I am being defensive towards my loved ones, you know, I will be asking myself if this is the person I want to be and whether this is what I value at the end of the day. So sometimes it's also about noticing our negative tendency and make constructive changes so that we can then better align to the person we want to be. Alright, so that's myth number two. Myth number three. So some people can also get the impression that mindfulness is basically letting our mind rest and it's about not thinking about anything. But that's not true. So it is not about having nothing on our mind. So as long as we are awake, right, we are going to have thoughts, right? And we cannot stop all these thoughts from coming into our mind. You know, our mind is constantly churning out thoughts, but then some people are just more aware of their thoughts. Some people are probably less aware of their thoughts, right? But we are constantly having these thoughts. And, you know, just like how we can't stop our heart from beating, our stomach from digesting, we are unable to stop our minds from these thoughts. And the problem comes when these thoughts are not exactly positive or neutral. You know, sometimes they can be really unhelpful, they can be really negative and detrimental to our well-being. So it's important to recognize that, you know, mindfulness is not a suspension of our thoughts, it's not about suppressing our thoughts, but it is the suspension of judgment. It's the observation of our thoughts and what is kind of happening around us, but we don't try to stop it, right? Mindfulness welcomes all thoughts, but also recognize non-judgmentally that these thoughts may not be true, and they are just our thoughts, right? So it's kind of like, you know, imagining your thoughts like this big waterfall, these negative, unhelpful thoughts like this super big waterfall, and you're just kind of standing behind the waterfall and just kind of like watching all these thoughts flow, but you just can't stop it and you're also not going to change it. But simply just watch and observe. It's simply being able to choose the position we want to take when it comes to our thoughts. Do we want to be an observer or do we want to be in our thoughts, right? So with this, I think I also want to share a personal story to kind of just put the things that we have talked about today into context. So recently, I actually went for a networking event, which I was really dreadful and fearful of because of my social anxiety disorder, right? I have a mild social anxiety disorder where I tend to have the tendency to avoid social situations because it makes me feel super uncomfortable. Um, I constantly worry about uncertainty in social situations, what I'm going to say, and even after the event, I would have thoughts about what should I have said, what should I have not said, right? How can things be better? All that kind of thing. So I do have a mild social anxiety disorder. And because I have been practicing this mindfulness for quite some time now, I think it had really helped me a lot. And 
to some extent, I was really, really imagining myself like standing behind this waterfall during the event. So the negative and unhelpful thoughts did come to me, but I was able to cope with them by having this, you know, waterfall mentality. Okay, I'm not sure if people call it the waterfall mentality and if there's such a term, but I'm just going to call it the waterfall mentality. All right, so it was very difficult for me to approach people at an event. It was very difficult for me to initiate a conversation because of all that uncontrollable thoughts that come to me, right? Thoughts like, you know, do they want to talk to me? Or maybe I should wait for them to approach me first, then I know that they want to talk to me, right? Because what if I approach them and, you know, they actually didn't want to talk to me, right? Or what if they turn me away? Or what if they just feel really uncomfortable talking to me if I approach them? So as I was having all these thoughts, I just told myself to pause. And I told myself to take a deep breath. And the moment I took this deep breath, I find myself going behind the waterfall. It's like I'm watching all these thoughts that I'm having. I look them pass by and I told myself that none of these thoughts are helpful and they are just going to pass, right? And by doing this, I felt a little better because I could see that I'm not my thoughts and all these thoughts are just part of the waterfall that do not define any part of me. And when I do that, I can kind of choose who I wanted to be and acted accordingly. So it's kind of like creating that space between myself and my thoughts. So this is an extension of what I talked about in series one, but I'm kind of just sharing in greater detail as how we create this space between ourselves and the thoughts. So I walked over to approach people first and things just of course didn't turn out the way I expected it to be, right? So this had further proved to me and reinforced the fact that, you know, my thoughts are not true. They are sometimes far from the absolute truth, right? So if I were to kind of give in to my thoughts, I probably wouldn't have taken the step out to approach people. And when I'm doing that, I'm actually letting my thoughts dictate the way I act, right? So the point of this is, you know, entering the moment of mindfulness, you know, going behind the waterfall was what I did. And I felt that it was super helpful to me. I was able to kind of overcome my anxious thoughts and my worries you know and they are most of the time not true right and yes of course the entire interactions and all was still very uncomfortable you know going into mindfulness moments does not make my social anxiety better doesn't make the fact that you know I still feel uncomfortable during social situations with unfamiliar people but I think the entire point of this mindfulness practice allows me to kind of confront the uncomfortableness if that makes sense right because without this practice i'll be caught in my thoughts and i will never ever take the first step out to you know kind of just step out to interact with people i might just be sitting there you know engaging in the thoughts if i didn't go behind the waterfall so then after the social event ended i felt slightly relieved right because i went for the social event but the thing was, I started thinking about all the other stuff that I could have said, I shouldn't have said, you know, and all that, you know. So some call this the post-event rumination for people experiencing social anxiety. I definitely experienced all of that, right? And also, I might have the thoughts of wanting to make another person feel more comfortable. I think of like many, many ways that, you know, 
you know, in my mind, I kind of like just paint out the different ways that I could have done differently just to make another person feel better or make myself feel more comfortable in a situation. So the point of saying this is, you know, these thoughts do come back again, right? And I just feel so, so, so defeated at those instances when I start to engage in all these thoughts. I feel so uncomfortable, right? Even after the social event. So the point is, you know, these thoughts do come back again. These unhelpful thoughts do come back again. And they do consume us, right? We find ourselves being caught in this spiral again and again, you know. So that is when I needed to enter the waterfall mode again, right? If not, I will be staying up the entire night. I will not be able to sleep with all these thoughts that's going through my head and, you know, me being caught up in all these thoughts. But the point of telling you this is also, you know, mindfulness is not being able to be mindful all the time, you know. We will find ourselves slipping back into the waterfall, right? But then, let's continue to keep stepping out of the waterfall as well, you know, before we get washed away too much and the waterfall gets too deep. So I think the minute we are able to identify that we are in the waterfall and we are able to step out of the waterfall and go behind the waterfall, I think... That is sometimes enough because we are not able to control all these thoughts from coming to us. You know, some people might have more negative thoughts based on their past conditioning, right? But the fact that we are able to be aware that we are experiencing all these thoughts and, you know, just being behind the waterfall, I think it's perfect as it is. So I hope that you found the waterfall tip helpful and I also hope that this episode had addressed some of the misconceptions we may previously have about mindfulness and hopefully we will be able to find our own value in engaging in mindfulness practice and apply it to different aspects of our lives. Thanks for chilling in. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can also connect with me on Instagram at chillbynet on my website chillbynet.com to join the conversation and assess our show notes. Have a great day and we'll chill again very soon.